Greetings fellow wanderers in the fourth dimension, this is the greatest show in the galaxy. I'm Mike, she's Emma, and in this episode we're talking about the finale of series 11, the Battle of Ranskor Avkolos. Oh man, already? I know. Gone quick, is it? Mm. Uh, so, what did you make of it? <sighs> Do you know what? Mm. It was one of those ones that I, I, it was one of those I enjoyed it, but I'm not sure if this was a finale episode. Mm. It seemed to lack a certain oomph. And I, I think the problem is, is as much as I'm probably going to cut us to the quick here, and this is going to be a short show, but um, <laughs> uh, as much as I enjoyed Tim Shaw in, in episode one, um, the fact that he's, I'm not sure he has kind of the gravitas to, to, to take on a whole finale episode. And hmm. you're like, wow, Tim Shaw's back. Now what? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. all a bit like... It, I mean, as much as we sort of bitch about Daleks and Cybermen, oh, it's only the, always them and blah, 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 blah. Um, there's a reason why they're they're pretty popular and mm-hmm. um, that they get wheeled out for for these things uh, because they tend to have a bit of, you know, an impact. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, it, well, on, in taking in isolation, if this has been episode 10 of 12 or 13, mm-hmm. then fine. But the fact this was episode 10 of 10... Mm. Um, it was a little bit that. Uh. Yeah, um, I think I think the problem I have with it is when they try and do the big finale stuff, like mm. threatening Earth. It's just sort of like it's like there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like doing a, like finale stuff for the sake of doing finale stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you've definitely. got all, all the good like, characterization points, and you know, I didn't mind Tim Shaw coming back. I thought it was a, a neat idea, and it's like certainly surprises considering you know Chibnall said we're not going to have any recurring villains or anything like that. And I kind of like the fact that you know it's not some grandiose scheme to take over the universe. It's purely mm. revenge, and it yeah. fits within a very sort of personal feeling of the series. Yes. Um. I mean, I also kind of like the imagery of him, like, sort of, like, crouching with, like, the big sort of, like, iron lungs going off behind him to the stands and not have chairs, though. Um, and I don't know. I mean, for all that, you know, the DNA bombs are supposed to absolutely fuck him up, it kind of looked not too bad for being, like, three, two, two, three thousand years later. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. to be half melted, like uh, Magnus Greel or something like Towns of Wen Chiang. Yeah, I did expect. I mean, because the opposite imagery when you see someone like that is, is straightaway Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Sort of always, sort of, uh, you know, he's got his big cough and his big artificial <laughs> lungs, and you, you sort of get the feeling he's sort of hooked up to these things, and it's all the thing keeps him going. Mm-hmm. But he can still kind of do like the Alien Queen from Aliens and kind of rip away all his things and go stomping <laughs> off after, stomping on off after the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. That that is fundamentally my problem with with this episode is that it's it's absolutely fine it's mm-hmm. it really is and for for if this was a mid season show if this was episode ten of thirteen then absolutely fine mm-hmm. you know it'd be nice to have a callback to these you know especially for for newly regenerated doctors they often get you know like in say again this sort of other thing I know about in football and like right. in college football where Alabama plays you know upset a really shit school. Mm-hmm. And um, you know they're both playing the same game, but Alabama's going to win by seventy points. That is basically what happens to new doctors <laughs> when they roll up in you know their first episode. They get someone to just just kick their ass quickly. Mm-hmm. You, you can sort of get the the idea that um, you know this is the doctor, and you know all systems go sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's nice that 
you get a little return to somebody who's been who had previously been slapped around by the doctor who's not you know mm. uh, just kind of by accident ended up just fortunately on a planet with two of the maybe the most powerful <laughs> um aliens that we've uh, we've seen you know mm-hmm. which is fortunate for him yeah it is it is a bit chancy isn't it <laughs> it is a bit yes um they kind of remind me actually in in kind of look and name did you you watch stargate sg1 yes yeah actually yeah do you, know what? Do you yeah. remember do you remember the nux yeah that sounds familiar yeah, they're, they're kind of... Because there's that thing about these... Like, is it four ancient... Ra- I mean, it's been a while since I watched SG-1. Mm-hmm. I've watched all of it. Yeah. But it's been a while. There's like four ancient races yeah. and things. And you know about three of them pretty well, but one of them is fairly mysterious. You meet them right at the beginning of Series 1 and then kind of never again. Mm-hmm. Um, Armin Shimmerman is one of them. And they're called the Nux, and they have kind of um, equally space-bending powers and have dreadlocks and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I was like... yeah. I, uh, I think I've seen you guys before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and so, like the the problem, like I have with also is like the the finale sort of stuff is because it's so like perfunctory. I mean, the stuff like um, oh, you know, Ranskov Kolos has this sort of field and it can mess with your brains, and um, you know, the the Doctor and Yaz have. Like a moment where they take off their uh, inhibitors and, you know, while well, they're trying to, like, do the big plan to, like, save the universe. And, you know, basically all that happens is the Doctor gets a bit of a headache. Like, you know, why didn't, like, Yaz, like, try and go, hang on, what are you doing? Like, like have a start to turn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, that is it. I mean, um... For some, I mean, this is something that I think we're going to talk about. I, I kind of want to don't talk, don't want to talk about it too much here because I'm going to. I, I kind of want to put it a pin in that for when we do the series eleven um, look back show mm-hmm. um, in a in a few weeks' time. I, I always what I think they're worried about. I mean, and why you think this is is again, I'm, I'm going to put a pin in for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I know why, but they seem to be scared of undermining the doctor in a way mm. um so like if she loses control yeah and you know as a result of the psionic field that this this planet projects it, in a way it, they make her seem less than if you see what i mean mm. so that's why she just gets a headache yeah and that is unfortunate because i, I mean i think it's because first female doctor she's getting both barrels about everything so if you make her seem you know, if you would do something that they would probably do with another doctor, then it see, makes her seem weak to them, and mm-hmm. they don't want to do it at the moment. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, that means that the story, I think, in this one suffered a bit. I mean, again, you get the feeling that they've got ever such a lot of good ideas, mm-hmm. and I mean, because one of these ideas would have been plenty. Yeah. Instead, you get four. So you've got the planet with nine distress schools. You've got a planet which has a the psionic field that fucks with your brain. You have mm-hmm. Tim Shaw back. You have the Ux that can shape, you know, the universe. So yeah. you've got like four ideas happening at once. And each of these individually would make for a great episode, mm-hmm. but not necessarily all at the same time. <laughs> no, it it is a bit, it's like much too much, not enough at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because everything is kind of just skimmed over. So mm-hmm. you kind of get, 
a feeling of um, incompleteness. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want to take away from... I thought the, the performances in this were really good. So the two mm. people playing the Ux were very good. Yeah. I thought Paul Addy was very good in, in, in this as well. Mm-hmm. Jodie Whittaker, great, as usual. I mean, that thing where she's... Um, She's doing a best seventh doctor impression to the lady Ux. Yeah. Um, you know, saying stick the gun in my face then and sort of thing. And, um, <laughs> you know, and saying your eyes are full of doubt and stuff when she's talking about her God and all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that I all very much liked. I mean, the, the Graham stuff. Oh, great. I mean, the mm. stuff when he's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And the doctor's like, no, you ain't. And, you know, there is more <laughs> than a, a hint of Graham might just kill him. Um mm. I, I, no, didn't buy that. Didn't well, buy that. You, well, I, I certainly thought the intent was there, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's not going to do it, is he? I think it actually might have been a bit more fascinating if he had. Mm. Because he spent there's so much time with the Doctor, sort of like trying to like help himself heal over Grace. And then he, and he could have actually tied this back into It Takes You Away, where he's suddenly presented with Grace again, and that really sort of like messes with his head. And then... You know, if you follow immediately on from that, then the bloke is responsible for a death right there. I yeah. mean, like like I say, there was no way in hell that he was actually going to kill Tim. I was even surprised he shot him in the foot, to be perfectly honest. But yeah. I honestly think that might have been a bit more... I mean, it would have been a bit dark, but I think that would have been a fascinating way to take the characters. So, like, he's come so far, and then in a moment of weakness, he sort of throws it all away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. I mean... I still enjoy. I mean, Bradley Walsh has been an absolute star, and I'm, I'm sure oh, we'll yeah, get him so to him. Really uh, has, yeah, yeah. Get him to him more once we do the the wrap up show. Um, but it's just again, it's like it was one of those things. It's like, oh, you could have, you know, you could have really gone for that, and then the just sort of. I think it's just it's. I think the one word I would use for this finale is it's safe. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, that's not necessarily a bad thing again because this is like a brand new series for a brand new Doctor and a brand new production crew but if you want to keep people coming back you've got to try and you know push the boundaries a little bit yeah um, and again I, I kind of I don't want to go into this too deeply at this point because it's mm. going to be a major a major thing I want to talk about on our next show but if series 11 has been one thing i mean because we talk i mean you you very wisely brought up the point in kablam that it's this is series it feels like a step back to 2005 doctor mm-hmm. who i argue is actually a step back even further than that i say it's back to 1963 doctor who mm. it's the idea is it's it's it stripped everything out of this it's the idea that it's trying to make 1963 doctor who in 2018 mm-hmm. And, you know, because you've got the four, you've got the doctor, you've got, you know, you so say you've got the three companions, you've got no reoccurring villains. I mean, obviously the Daleks do turn up very early on, but they, you had no idea what, you know, they mm-hmm. were going to turn into. So you kind of have to just go, OK, give them a bye with that. But I think it's it, this series represents an effort to just strip back everything mm. and just give it to you as simply as you possibly can. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that approach has 100% worked. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like I say, this, this is probably stuff we'll get into like more mm. um, when we do the retrospective. But it's, it's kind of hard to like not talk about it because this is the finale. Yeah. So you, yeah, you can't exactly. help but like, look back on it. Um, well, I mean, unfortunately, that's because uh, I think as well, because really at, at the uh, sort of take the performances aside, there's not a lot to this episode. Mm really it's just sort of an extension of 
episode one. Yeah. And because they're, you know, they've talked about there's no, there's no continuing monsters. I mean, sort of Tim Shaw aside, there's no kind of Moffatty grand design through storyline, mm-hmm. you know, code words and and background stuff to look for. It's yeah. just what you see is what you get with this series. Yeah. It just feels like it stops. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a series finale because there's not one next week. Yeah. Do, do you know what I've just realised? This is if. I would say the Battle of Vance Club Court is kind of like a DLC pack for the first episode. It really is, actually. Yeah, it is. I know, I know this is a bit of a strange comparison to make, but it, it is. It's sort of like it's not like separated. And not. It's kind of. It's... No, you're you're hundred percent right. You know, it's you buy a you buy a triple A game. It costs fifty pounds. You like it, mm-hmm. you know, and then they go, "Here's a twenty quid bit extra pack," and it's got you know, it takes you three hours. Go, oh, well, that was nice, but I wish I hadn't paid twenty quid for it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of how it feels. It, it feels like a stapled on bit of episode one. Mm. I mean, to be honest, like say, take Tim Shaw out of it, yeah, yeah, just completely. And you have a psionic planet, and you have the Nux, who for some reason, maybe because they're being influenced by the planet, have decided they're doing X, Y, and Z. If it had just been that, fine. Mm-hmm. I still would have. It still might not have been like finale material, but it would have been an interesting idea. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah um i was gonna say i mean one thing i I really did appreciate i mean i appreciated it but i don't know if the the episode fully earned it because like i say i mean because this episode was sort of just a bit like okay um i, I the sort of the the closest now of graham and, and ryan i was like yeah i've never sort of been so happy over seeing a fist bump on television <laughs> the fist bump heard around the world yes um, indeed yeah i mean it, it's you know it's, i'm glad that they finally like got to that and you know like yeah one thing we actually forgot to mention in the last episode is uh ryan finally calling graham granddad mm-hmm. um so that, that's that's nice it's, it's finally nice that he got finally paid that off and not mm-hmm. just so i like, kept it going as some sort of like running gag or whatever do you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah i mean i appreciate that they have resolved in inverted commas mm-hmm. um the sort of the big the character focus of series of this series, I guess, mm-hmm. um, to a degree. I mean, that obviously they had that sort of hanging chad of a thing with um, Ryan's dad sending the letter, and we don't know what was in the letter really. So mm. okay, um, yeah. I mean, I think that is it. I mean, something that I've sort of said throughout series eleven that. Um, you know, there's sort of been little bits and pieces that have come up, and I thought, oh, is that something that we should sort of be hanging on to for later? Mm. Um, you know, there's one in episode two in the Ghost Monument and stuff, um, and you know, I, and I, I sort of have said, sort of repeatedly, that I hope that I wouldn't be disappointed because I've kind of invested hoping there would be kind of little nuggets would come, would sort of come with that, if you see what I mean. That they mm-hmm. they would kind of jump onto one of those little threads. Yeah. Um, they put down, and um, unfortunately, I sort of found myself in the position of being exactly where I feared a little bit. Mm. Um, I mean, especially in episode two, where you have kind of a, you know, a very kind of Moffatty uh, a bit where they, they they have that reference in there. The Doctor goes, you know, that you what before she kind of uh, gets rid of the of the the ribbony baddies. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I can't remember what it is. Uh, but the um, timeless child. Yes, yes, that that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe that will that will come up or something, and it hasn't. Hmm. And I don't, to a degree, that's my own fault because yeah. you know they 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 said that up front, 
but at the same time it's a bit like you've got some some juicy little nuggets there can we can we try and bite into one of them maybe mm. unless they're playing a long game or something yeah i mean you know i i completely agree you know i completely see why they might want to put some some stuff down for much later i mean you know they've they've done it before you know like with the the master master's ring being picked up at um <sighs> look we know look, i know Sorry. that it didn't turn out well right <laughs> yeah. but at the time we yeah. didn't know well, and at yeah, the true, time yeah. rtd said i put that in and if someone wants to use it later they can yeah and that's why it was there mm-hmm. you know what it turned into is is beside the point yeah but they they put it in they put it in for, to, for use down the road. Now I appreciate if you want to do that, but especially when they've announced that we're going to have you know at least another twelve probably longer months mm. of you know no series. I think that it does help to carry. You've got to carry some momentum in, you know. Yeah, and that is the problem. We're we're not getting a new series until twenty twenty. Hopefully, early twenty twenty. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I hope so, because especially think of the people who've got a podcast to fill for yeah. a year. Hi. Um, <laughs> hi. Yeah, well, so, I mean, you know, it's not the first time we've had to wait a long time. Mm. You know, we've had to wait a long time for this series, and, you know, it, it, that, it, that I think, sort of goes into the disappointment. Not the disappointment, that seems too strong, but mm. kind of the, the feeling of, oh, yeah. that, you know, we've, got, we've, we've waited a long time for this. We've had 10 episodes only. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose if you want to count the New Year's one, we're going to get 11 um and then we've got along for another one mm-hmm. um and when when the sort of especially the finale doesn't kind of light your ring as as i'm feeling that maybe it didn't really do with um me or you mm. um it's a little bit like oh yeah yeah um I've got to be honest, I'm kind of having a hard time thinking of anything else to talk about because it's... Yeah, that is, is a struggle. Um, because I mean, part of me was like, I mean, we talk about the cinematography briefings we've always done is like, again, marvellous. It can mm-hmm. make a, cro- a quarry look great. I did appreciate, you know, the, the kind of the, the VFX this yeah. time. I mean, because sometimes it can look a bit shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, all the rocks kind of forming into stuff and the suspended spaceship and all that yeah. sort of thing. I thought that all looked rather good. Yeah, that um, was cool. Um, yeah, that was all cool. It wasn't too hot on the um, sort of the the crystals themselves that held the compressed planets, but the actual effect of the compressed planets compressed inside, planet was, inside. Quite, was cool. Did you? Yes, did you know I what, thought so. When when you saw the crystal, do you immediately think key to time? Yes, I thought so as yeah. well. And it's also well, it is a big pirate planet as well. Yes, it is. I mean, that people were saying, "Oh, this is a pirate planet." Kind of take two, mm. um, which it is. Um, but I mean, I think that. It's because it was kind of that cloudy perspex stuff, which is what the, yeah. you know, the key to time was basically. <laughs> um, yeah. So anytime you see anything like that, it, it does kind of, of look. I mean, I don't know if it's because they were kind of, they wanted to make them look weird because they were that kind of weird angular kind of uh, mm. of shape. Do you know what? I think ever since, you know, the film The Arrival? Yeah. Yeah. And they did that kind of weird kind of um, sort of in concave teardrop vertical suspended spaceship yeah i do feel like ever since someone did that someone went oh <laughs> we should do that a lot more mm. <laughs> um, because obviously the spaceship is like that and then if you hold the when the doctor was holding the plastic thing mm-hmm. it was kind of that you know diamond sort of elongated diamond shape mm-hmm. um almost kind of like if you cut the sims diamond that they yeah. have above their head in half um 
it uh, it kind of looked like that. So I do feel like people were like the arrival, mm. control C, control V. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, visually it looked great, but man, it, it's difficult to talk. I've never had so much. We've done a few of these now. Mm-hmm. We've done a few full series reviews. I mean, what is this, our fourth one? Should yeah. we start in series eight? Yeah. And I have never struggled so much to say anything about the finale episode before. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do, I do kind of like how they resolve the problem is basically by lashing yes. stuff together. That's very yes, sort of like 13. Yes, it's very 13. This seems to be the 13th thing. Just sort of jury rigging things and hoping for the best. I mean, even she's like has like several moments throughout, throughout the finale. Where she's like, I think this will work. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it does call back to sort of very again, sort of um, seventh Doctor kind of hopeful lash up mm-hmm. kind of operations. Again, second Doctor as well. Yeah. Just duct tapes and shit together, turn it on and hope it works. <laughs> Sort of thing. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Before yeah. one of us get electrocuted, don't worry about it. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I appreciate all that. But um, it's very surface stuff. I find us talking about. There kind of really isn't a lot to dig into. Mm. And I kind of feel like half like they wanted it that way. That you know, it's just straight up Doctor Who. There's no timey wimey. There's no hidden agendas. There's no grand plan. It's just mm. straight up. You know, remember that guy we saw at the beginning? Here he is again, and he's a pish. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah. so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I say, I don't, I don't think that was necessarily a bad idea. It's just, it. I don't know. It's like, had they taken like the more finale stuff out, like the Earth's threatened, he's got all these planets um, held captive, and it's going to undo the fabric of the universe. It's like, but you haven't been building to that. You just yeah, like I mean, throwing it, it in because it's the series finale. Had it just been Tim Shaw is sort of like enslaved these two and he's after the Doctor or something like that, that might have been far more interesting. But it just doesn't stick the landing. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of you remember in Next Gen with the uh, at the end of series one with the uh, that the brain parasites oh, yeah. taking over Starfleet. Yeah, 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 and everyone was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then never hear from them again. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that's kind of how I feel a bit. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, that, that is a little bit how I feel about it because, I mean, with Star Trek, I mean, because they were trying out, you know, episodic television was, was just that back then. I mean, you mm-hmm. didn't have these continuing storylines, really. Yeah. So this idea that you would have this kind of earth-shaking event and then everyone's like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, I don't know how the people who were in the direct laser beam from <laughs> Tim Shaw's weapon felt. I mean, is it just a big fucking scorch mark where that thing hit? And everyone's just like, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, is, is everybody dead? I mean, is the, is the you know, were the people yeah, compressed with it? Yeah, uh, that hit something important, dude. I have, to re- I have to watch it again and see where it hit. But yeah. that looked like it hit something important. Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> the plans to get returned, you know, is, you know, is it still got an atmosphere? Is it still... Like, are the civilizations survived, you know? Is it just, like, completely scorched, like, crust? Like, what what the heck? I mean, yeah. I, I thought it was quite interesting that they did, like, the, the callbacks to both uh, Journey's End and um, even Boomtown. It's like, whoa, yes. okay. That was a bit random. Yes. Um, I was like, don't remind me of that fucking egg, though. <laughs> what, you mean the egg with just two pipe cleaners stuck to it? Oh, yeah, yeah so I remember that. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, 
it is kind of sort of like a, a very sort of I don't want to say like small scale or low budget sort of journey's end, but it's all like, you know, these five planets are going to rip the universe apart. But, you know, Darish moved like 27 of them. Everything seems to be fine. It's sort of like, we don't really know where the scales are here. No, I was going to say, maybe the Daleks should have rung up the the Ux and, you know, they would have been (laughs) all right then. Um, So, yeah, I mean... I think we're sort of beating around yeah. the bush here of, you know, we're, we're unfortunately, um, while you, you appreciate small scale and why I'm sure there's probably a few people who are like, oh, thank God, there's no like, I haven't had to write things down mm. to try to to remember it. I mean, I don't know if that cuts it in 2018, really, in mm. terms of telly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, shall we score it then, I guess? All right. Um for all we've ragged on it, I still think it was quite enjoyable. So I'm going to say six. Yes. Yeah, same. I mean, I enjoyed watching it at the time. I enjoyed, like I say, I enjoyed the heck out of all the characterization and the dialogue and, you know, Jodie and mm-hmm. um, and uh, Paul Addy and, and all, all the people who are in it, I, I thought smashing. And yeah. Tim Shaw is still fucking disgusting with his teeth face <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I appreciated all of that, and I thought all that was good, and I enjoyed watching it. But it's one of those ones if you turn it off, and you go, mm-hmm, "That was definitely a thing that happened." Yeah, pretty much. So let us know your thoughts. You can email us at greatestshowsimplysyndicated dot com, tweet us at greatestshowpod, or you can visit our Facebook page at facebook dot com slash greatestshowpodcast. We invite you to visit simplysyndicated dot com and check out our many sister shows in the network. And as always, we welcome your support. The best way you can help us out is by signing up to Simply Everything. A monthly fee of just six pounds gives you access to ad-free versions of current shows, a library of podcasts from the network's archives, and shows that are exclusive to the service. We also have a merchandise store that offers apparel and accessories to both Europe and America. We also have a Patreon and you can donate to the network through PayPal or just links to both are on the bottom of the website. So we're off for Christmas. Um, yep. We will be back in the new year with uh, Resolution, the uh, New Year's Day special. Yes. Until then, thank you very much, Emma. Thank you, bye. Jingle, jingle, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you in the new year. <laughs> Ta-ra. Bye.